I have traveled the world and talked to people from all walks of life. And you know what I've learned? The single thing every one of us has in common is being human. everybody and thank you for joining us today on our next episode of global get down i am your host alex and i'm your co-host jessica and today we are going to talk about our experiences as international relations students here at ubc um so just to start off we're going to give a little bit of background about ourselves and then a little bit later on we're going to be welcoming uh the international relations student association's president uh julian lamb to talk with him a bit more about his experience uh, so to start off, I'll just go ahead and talk a little bit about myself. I'm a fourth year international relations student, um, and I am from the United States, specifically a small town in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. I decided to come to UBC because I wanted to experience the big city and decided to move countries for reasons I don't actually know. <laughs> Um, and uh, I'm, so I'm actually a transfer student from the United States. I uh, spent three years at my last university. I've been at UBC for three years too now, um, and I've just really enjoyed my time here. Um, and yeah, so Jessica, what about you? Yeah, so hi everyone. I'm actually a fourth year student, and I'm currently majoring in political science honors with international relations, and I'm working towards a dual degree in massive business management. And I was born and raised in northern, northeastern China, a city called Harbin, and immigrated here in 2013. So actually, Alex, I've always wondered, how did you, uh, as a small town American, how did you get interested in IR? Uh, so I actually started to take uh, Japanese as a language. That's where it all starts out with Japanese. Um, I decided to take Japanese because my mom said that I should take an easy language. Um, so I decided on Japanese. So I took that <laughs> for two years and um, just really fell in love with the language and the culture. So I decided to study Asian studies. Um, I ended up taking a class called Introduction to Asian Government and Politics. And that is where I fell in love with international relations. When I transferred to UBC, I looked into their Asian studies program, but it just didn't necessarily have the curriculum I was looking for because I wanted to specialize a bit more on Eastern Asian politics. So I ended up looking into the IR program. I applied and here we are today. What about you, Jessica? Yeah. Actually, I sort of got into IR as an accident as well. Um, so after immigrating to Canada, I went to a public school and spent most of my time catching up with my language skills with native speakers. And coming to UBC, I did not even know what international relations was. So I was interested in psychology, and then I thought I would proceed to study criminal law. Um, and in my first year at UBC, I chose a coordinated arts program or a CAP program. And during my in my courses, I asked my friend, what do you want to major in? And most of them, most of them said international relations. So I started to look into the major. And at the same time, I also lost interest in psych a little bit because I felt like I wanted more abstract, more challenging, um, more challenging topics to study and something that impact more people and really gets me to think deeply. So I was always motivated to find the answer. And 
also, it happens that my polyprofs like me, <laughs> and I developed an interest in political theory. And by second year, I was lucky enough to be qualified to be to be considering both uh, poli sci and IR. So I thought, why not combine both? And then now I'm in a major, and I'm really grateful that I can be here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, enough about ourselves. Um, I would like to introduce you to uh, Julianne Lamb, the president of International Relations. Julianne, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself, your background, and what brought you to IR? Sure, yeah. Uh, so my name is Julian. I'm a fourth year international relations student with a particular interest in international economy, specifically that of um, trade relations between uh, Canada and Asia. Um, Unlike you guys, I kind of always knew I wanted to do IR. Um, I think it all started way back when, um, when I did Model United Nations in, in um, grade six. I remember kind of going to a conference one time or just kind of trying it out. It looked kind of cool, something to do with country, something to do with speaking. And I just fell in love. I thought it was, it was amazing. Um, just to kind of preface it, I originally was born and grew up in Hong Kong. Um, before coming to Canada. So when I was in Hong Kong, I, I started Model UN out there and it was great. I went to different conferences. I went to an international conference in Malaysia in, in um, grade seven. And I just knew this was kind of like for me. So when I moved to Vancouver, I really started kind of developing relationships and exploring Model UN, but really finding a great passion for international relations. So um but kind of apart from that, the reason why I kind of explored IR was it was sort of an exercise in exploring my diasporic identity. You know, um, having ties to both Asia and Canada, I kind of found IR was really a way to kind of existentially explore my, my identity, explore kind of cross-cultural competencies. And I thought um, international relations was not only an academic interest, but something that uh, enabled me to discover more about who I am as a person and to be more in touch with my um, cultural heritage. So that's kind of what drew me to the IR program and the origins of yeah, my interest in uh, this discipline. Wow, that's, yeah, that's fantastic. I think part of international relations, um, one of the strong points is, is that it is so diverse in all of our experiences in it. Um, so would you like to talk now a little bit more about what it's like to be an international relations student? Sure. So I think like I'd split it up into two kind of main categories here, like academically on one side and then like community wise on the other. So academically being an IR student is, it's extremely, as you said, diverse, but also very multidisciplinary. I think there's a great ability for you to explore economics, history, sociology, political science, there's lots of different avenues you can kind of explore with an IR degree. Um, you're not restricted to certain courses. I mean, given there are some requirements you do have, but I'd say it's extremely multidisciplinary as, and that was a big reason why I picked the degree. Um, for me, as I mentioned, my interest is in international economy and trade. Um, so I've really been able to explore that through a lot of the economic classes I've been taking, but also some of the politics or poli-sci classes I've been taking, foreign policy analysis, or even um, the politics of space, exploring um, the relations between state actors in space forums. So I think there's lots of different 
ways to explore that interest and um, kind of like I like to reiterate, academically, it's very multidisciplinary to do that. Um, so in terms of the community side, um, being an ISAR student, it's great. You have, for me, at least I'm somebody who's very involved in the IR community. Um, through the International Relations Students Association, um, I have a great group of friends. Um, there are a lot of like-minded people who have similar interests, but also um, people who are um, kind of goal-oriented and have really cool foci in um, IR. And then a lot of leadership um, that I've taken on in IR. So that might be um, helping to found, found the podcast originally way back when, and then serving as a VP and then now president. And then also serving on the Journal of International Affairs. Um, that's more about kind of the community and fostering the IR community in terms of building repositories of scholarly voices, but also um, kind of enabling myself to lead um, in IR. So I think the community is really strong. There's a lot of like-minded people and um, there's lots of different voices that are um, available to um, express themselves in IR, which is really great. Um, so those are kind of like the academic and community sides of being an IR student. Yeah, thank you. That was fantastic. Um, Jessica, do you want to give your input a little bit on your own experience? Yeah. For me, in terms of the academic side, I have a specialization on China. And I'm just really curious about what is happening in, to the international liberal order and what is happening with democracy, uh, with the rise of China, how do we, how does institutions evolve so we could tackle our, our common challenges together, such as climate change, human rights violations, inequality, poverty, and conflicts. And deep down, I also have a heart for, for theory, um, Hobbes, like Locke, Kant. And I think another crucial part of being an IR student is also international experience. Um, I have been on a global seminar in the summer of 2019 where, uh, to study the history of Chinese migration. I think UBC has provided a lot of opportunities to engage with international experience and have provided a lot of financing that could support us to the trips. So, um, and there's also a lot of opportunities such as International Institution Simulation Program, like Modern United Nations, uh, Julian has mentioned. And outside of school, I'm also engaged in like global ministries, missions trips, uh, humanitarian services, and uh, combining my specialty. I'm also currently combining my specialty with business, where um, actually you would see that there are a lot of a lot of knowledge involved in business, international trade, financing as well. Um, and outside of school, I'm also um, part of an editor of, I'm also an editor for the Journal of Political Studies. And a I'm currently also a compli compliance analyst for G20. So I'd say IR is a very, being an IR student, you have a very diverse set of experiences from traveling, international experiences to research. And you can really think big with your academic specialties. Um, so what about you, Alex? Um, what is being an IR student like for you? 
For me, um, the reason I initially was interested in like Asian studies and international relations in the first place was languages. I discovered it's kind of my niche. I have a huge fascination with languages. And so when I came to UBC, instead of continuing on with my uh, studies of Japanese, I actually switched to Mandarin. And so I have been studying Mandarin. I'm in my fourth term now. Um, and really international travel is something that interests me. I haven't yet been to Eastern Asia, unfortunately, but that's a huge goal of mine. And I just find it fascinating to learn about the politics of Eastern Asia with special interest in China, because like as a, as a U.S. citizen, it's, you know, that dynamic there is interesting. <laughs> Um, and then outside of that, I have been involved with Tandem, which is a language exchange program within UBC. Uh, and then also, obviously, the International Relations Student Association uh, as podcast director. And then I'm also in the co-op program through UBC. Now I've only done one co-op and it's not necessarily related to IR, um, but I, it's, it was an experience. Um, so yeah, that, that's been my experience. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for Julian. What, what's your favorite experience in IR? Do you have any extracurricular uh, activities that you are especially involved with and especially enjoyed? Sure. So I think um, one of my favorite experiences, like individually, was podcast I thought podcasts like what you guys are doing literally right now was really fun um, a really notable experience was when we interviewed Pascal Lamy he was the former world trade uh, head of the world trade organization one time um, after a UBC event so that was really a great um, experience from IR but another really great experience was um, the conference I helped to create a couple years ago, which was the Canadian Undergraduate Policy Competition. Um, I really watched it go from just an idea I had or kind of looking at a, a niche in terms of um, policy and undergraduate um, research and work and kind of creating a conference around that that brought together IR students, econ students and poli-sci students for a conference that really examined public policy and the implications of public policy on uh, Canada's um, green economy. So I thought it was, uh, that was particularly uh, a really notable experience that I'll carry on after my undergrad that I'm sure of. I, uh, I do have to say, I did not know that you were a part of the founding of that. That's really amazing. You seem to, you know, have a lot of different experiences in, in founding different things. So that's, that's amazing. Um, now on to what do you value about international relations? It's kind of an abstract question, but. Sure. Um, so I think for me, what I most value about IR is, um, let's say within the discipline or like within UBC is the latitude off kind of given to you with your degree. You're able to really explore a lot of different interests and you are not kind of confined to one specific focus. And I think in, in a modern world, especially with like COVID-19, it, it really shows how intersectional a lot of different disciplines are, how a lot of different um, 
kind of analyses in history can be, you know, really good to provide understandings of political science or public policy or, um, you know, sociology. I think that IR really exposes you to the tenets of those types of things, which makes you kind of more broad in how you approach different issues. So I think the IR degree really enables you to do that. Um, in terms of IR as kind of more of an abstract discipline, I'd say it's very intellectually enriching for me, at least. As I said, the multidisciplinary nature is really great. It always keeps you on your toes. You're always exposed to new modes of thinking. As Jessica said, um, in terms of political theory, I'm very much interested in political theory, but there's lots of different intersections. I remember writing a paper about um, the intersections of, I think like, Gramscian theory and something like multinational governance or multinational corporate governance or a paper like that. So there's lots of different kind of ways to explore your interests in IR. And I think it's really intersectional that way. And in terms of the program, the community is fantastic. I think um, there's a really great group of people that are really motivated and driven, but also there are people who are willing to have conversations and dialogues on issues confronting our societies that I think need to be had. And I think IR students are not afraid to, to have those conversations, which I really find inspiring. And um, I really wanna be there to listen and facilitate those conversations. Yeah, so I totally agree with what Julian has mentioned. And on my from my perspective, I chose IR because I think globalization is just something that is so prevalent these days. Is accelerating and it appears to be non-stoppable. And with that, our challenge also becomes very global. Climate change, human rights, poverty, inequality, and conflicts. Um, so studying IR, I think it's really a privilege. And we have so many opportunities here to engage with cultural exchange, international experience, career development. And here at UBC, we're given with the resources, opportunities, and toolkit to tackle these challenges. And it always feels like international community is really within your reach and your imagination. And nowadays it can be really difficult to be confined to a certain location. And more and more people are becoming more multilingual. So I think people will just become more impacted by global phenomenon. Um, and what, um, what about you, Alex? What do you value about the IR major? Uh, I think that it's quite similar to what uh, both you, you and Julian have said, um, especially about the multidisciplinary aspect of international relations. I think in addition to multidisciplinary, uh, it's also just a diverse major in general. I chose UBC in part because it is the most international university in North America, uh, and I think that holds even more true for the international relations major. Uh, in addition to that, um, I really like that you have the ability within IR to choose your own area of interest. Like we've mentioned, you know, our own specializations, but it's not like we chose that from a list and decided like, ah, yes, I will get my major in international relations and I will specialize in this. No, our spe specializations are based wholly upon what we find interesting. Uh, so I appreciate that about IR. Mm -hmm. And 
honestly, IR is such a discipline that's, it's right. Well, we mentioned it's very interdisciplinary. It involves a lot of um, complex and really, really big topics that um, sometimes can be too difficult for us to, um, it, it can feel, sometimes we can feel like too small in this discipline. Um, so I think I have a question for Julian. What challenges have you encountered as an IR student in terms of not only academics, but any, any in, um, in, many, in any perspective? Sure. So I think that like one of the main challenges I had was finding a specific interest in IR. So I think at university, a lot of people, you know, experience a lot of things, meet a lot of new people, as well as expose yourself to a lot of different disciplines and uh, courses. So for me, IR is really broad, which is great, but also really bad in terms of finding a specific interest. I mean, there's so many things to explore. There's so many courses that you've taken. And especially in first and second year, you're really taking only broad, broad courses. So at that point, the world is your oyster. You have so many, you know, avenues you could take. So for me, finding an interest was, you know, really hard. But I think what's most important for me to overcome that was kind of realizing that I was only going to pick an interest that had a personal significance to me. I think that for me, at least, um, reflecting on my diasporic identity, reflecting on the ties I hold to both Canada and Asia, it really made sense to kind of focus on that and turn that into an interest. It became kind of my academic focus looking at Canada-China relations or Canada-Asia relations more broadly. And not only is it something that is academically motivated, but it's been a personally enriching experience. And thus kind of my end kind of like, I'm still figuring out my interests, not to say I fully overcome that challenge throughout my undergrad, but I think I've made significant strides towards finding that interest um, in IR. Another kind of challenge I think I had, um, maybe this is not as like, you know, broad and existential as that was my writing. You know, I think that coming to undergrad, especially IR, your writing is at a certain level. You think you're getting great grades from high school, your history, your geography professor or teacher loves, you know, your, your essays. And then you get that essay back from your polyprof and they've just like ripped it to shreds or TA and they've said, this is not good. And with IR, you are writing constantly. Besides econ classes, even econ classes that I've taken, it's lots and lots of writing. And I think that learning to take a step back and review your writing, learning how to cater writing to specific audiences. And for example, my involvements with journals have really allowed me to see the kind of best work that's coming out of undergrad students and also to work on my own um, work. I mean, I went from kind of like studying initially IR and writing, you know, papers that were, you know, doing okay, not too well to having like my paper published in an academic journal. So I think there's a lot way to go for people, but I think overcoming that challenge is definitely possible. If I could over overcome it, I'm sure lots of people can um, kind of experience that and uh, overcome that challenge in IR. Yeah, no, I think that's a that's a very common experience. Like I personally remember one of my first papers I submitted in uh, my undergraduate at my last university. Um, I thought I was a 
excellent writer at that time. <laughs> and that paper got ripped to shreds, as you, as you said. Um, I remember there was just red pen everywhere all <laughs> along the margins. Um, thankfully, she let me, you know, uh, revise and return it in. And it improved a lot from that, but that experience was, it was quite challenging. Um, so I think that's, that's quite a common experience for uh, international relations and art students in general. Uh, now, what about you, Jessica? What challenges have you encountered? Yeah, I think while Julian was talking about narrowing down uh, your interests, this also has been a challenge for me as well. Even by my fourth year right now, I still feel like I'm everywhere and I feel like I'm overloaded with things. And I have trouble choosing and also putting down uh, certain certain um, opportunities or academic interests and to trying to just narrow down and press in. And also writing has been a challenge. Well, as a having English as a second language, <laughs> especially being in IR, has always been a challenge for me as well. Uh, coming from high school, I think back in high school, I, would, I didn't come from a very, very not a exceptionally well um, English writing status. So I didn't come to UBC with a very high, with, with a very firm confidence in my writing. So it's something I've been building um, all the time here at UBC. And I also, but I still wanna encourage people who are, who have English as their second language or learn English in a very late stage of their, um, their life, I would still encourage them if they want to pursue IR because it's actually something, the, uh, the discipline is very inclusive, actually. It's got a great diversity and the facilitates, it helps us to break down barriers and facilitate the exchange, the cultural exchange and ideas. And as also, I have also encountered, another challenge I have encountered as an IR student is juggling, juggling different disciplines. I, for example, like after studying sociology, I, I just can't wrap my head around econ at times. <laughs> and so you may not, and being in IR, you may be asked to study a lot different uh, subjects from different disciplines. And I, I feel like we may not be good at it. May, we, may good at, uh, we may not be good at it all the time. And um, I think another challenge I have encountered is that you can feel small and uh, in the subject. And I, I just feel desperate at times. I feel like we are tackling very complicated issues and my mind, I just feel like so constrained. Um, it's too small to, I feel like it's weird. Sometimes we can be too small to try to uh, grasp such big challenges. And that speaks the importance of cooperation. Um, and also in terms of, and also career-wise, being in IR, uh, it can be direct for us to assume that IR leads to a career in perhaps international organizations, institutions, NGOs, but sometimes those jobs can have a high requirement entering. And like, for example, like United Nations, actually very small group of people are able to work there. Uh, if you're interested in this direction, sometimes you can feel like it's hard to meet people who, it's hard to network with people or form connection with people who already work in these institutions. Um, yeah, so anything else from you, Alex? 
I'm just going to throw one last thing in there, um, and that is that um, imposter syndrome is a very real thing, I think, within international relations, especially. It's a, it's a very competitive major, um, and so you are surrounded by extraordinarily intelligent people. And as Jessica said, sometimes you just feel small. Um, but it's important to remember that these are your peers and that, you know, you got there for a reason. You're here mm. for a reason. And um, to just make the most of it. Uh, I think I went into IR thinking of it as like a competition. And I have definitely changed since, since that time. And I now evaluate it with more a more holistic perspective in which, you know, I can go to my peers and I can learn so much from them. That's part of the reason why I came to UBC is because of the fantastic people that go here. Mm, agreed. Yeah. Um, so Julian, any tips for getting into the major? Um, yeah, sure. I have a couple tips. Biggest tip, go to the IR Perspective Student Night that Ursa holds. Um, it's a great event. You know, you have I say that as in, in, in my role as a president, yes, I'm saying like go to the event, but also like before I even, you know, got into URSA, I went to the event. I mean, I was interested to see, you know, how to get into the program as well, but there's some great tips that are given there uh, specifically for different types of students with varying circumstances, but also the professors and the chairs of the IR program are there to give their insights and kind of also helping you to understand if IR is right for you. Getting into IR is one thing, but knowing that IR is right for you is something completely different. I think that having that mentality before you get into the program will make you much more competitive slash make you enjoy the experience a lot more. Um, another thing is I'd say talk to other students in IR, um, senior students. So we also have a mentorship program through URSA. I know I'm kind of plugging a lot of URSA stuff, but um, yeah, talk to somebody in IR, talk to a senior student, ask them what they did or what their stats were to get into the program. And I'm sure they'd be willing to help you out. At the end of the day, um, you know, it comes down to your kind of, uh, I forget if there was a statement you had to submit. I think there was to get into the IR program, um, but your grades. I think like it is the most competitive arts program, I believe, uh, to get into after second year. Um, so getting those grades up, making sure that you're meeting that whatever the minimum is, I think it's like high 70s minimum, um, will make you competitive. So um, I think really focusing on that, as well as kind of maybe building some experiences related to IR or some of those interests, I think if, if you can demonstrate to the selection committee that you are interested through some of your extracurricular activities, getting involved or just exploring that passion, um, or they can, you can demonstrate that some sort of way uh, will make you more competitive to get into the program. Yeah, I would second Julian on um, uh, the importance of GPA during the evaluation process. And feel free to ask help from a prof, from a TA with your courses. Um, they, they are open to help to clarify evaluation criteria, to give you study tips, how to perform well, how to get there. And there are always they're, they make themselves available for help and so do it. Um, and you will always discover a lot of additional opportunities as well while chatting with your profs and TA. Yeah. Um, so my question for Julian is, uh, I know that you have a lot of involvement outside of school as well. Um, maybe talk about your 
career experience. Would you, would you please share with us your career experience and how has IR been preparing your career and what is your dream career? Sure. So um, I guess in terms of like my experiences outside of school, I've done, you know, I've worked most of my undergrad. Luckily, I've been able to, you know, do jobs that are related to IR. I actually find it, you know, if you're not in the co-op program, like myself, it's it's pretty difficult to find, you know, jobs or um, experiences that are related to IR. So um, I've been working as a community relations intern for the Port of Vancouver for the past almost two years now, um, kind of helping out with their stakeholder engagement and um, helping with kind of communications from the government and public relations team with municipalities and stakeholders. Um, the port is, you know, the big one of the largest in North America in terms of cargo, as well as the economies it ships to. I think it's, I believe it's like 170 world economies. So um, that's a lot of IR kind of related experience in terms of, you know, public relations and kind of looking at how the port deals with um, stakeholder engagement as well as with municipalities. Um, so that's kind of the main job I've been doing. Something that I've started this year recently is I've been working for the Pacific Affairs Journal. It's a journal on campus that does um, publishes on contemporary Asia Pacific affairs. So I've kind of been doing that as a peer review assistant. So I've been helping to process and review manuscripts um, and then help with the peer review process, having the paper sent to other scholars and academics to review. There's lots of cutting edge research coming out and being published with the journal, um, ranging from you know, China's Belt and Road Initiative to um, post-democracy um, initiatives and COVID-19. So there's lots of stuff there. Um, and yeah, there's a couple like other, you know, non-paid experiences like Jessica. I'm part of the G20 research group as a compliance analyst at the University of Toronto, as well as a G7 um, research group compliance analyst and kind of publishing reports or helping to publish reports that will be used by G7 and G20 nations at the um, various summits. So for me, like, you know, I'm obviously like quite involved in a lot of other things, but you don't have to do like the extent of that I'm doing. It's more so I'm kind of interested in these types of things and also um, having a little bit of, you know, extra money at university never hurts anybody. So um, kind of having those experiences in tandem with my experience, uh, my academic experiences, I'd say my interests primarily fall in um, perhaps being an international lawyer um, negotiating free trade agreements between Canada and Asia. That's something that has really interested me um, in terms of looking at um, how we trade with Asia, how kind of um, the different, you know, public policy and the uh, discourse that goes on on trade. It's quite remarkable to see kind of how that's building and how, you know, Canada is so tied to Asia and multi in so many ways and trade is a huge part of that. Um, so for me, kind of um, pursuing a career like that would be great. IR has really prepared me um, in terms of, like I said, the multidisciplinary approach that the degree really is. I think a lot of problems nowadays require diverse perspectives and kind of cultivating the perspectives that I've learned in IR are really beneficial as well as in tandem with my professional experiences to 
kind of inform how I view the world, but also the views that I take forward into graduate school and further into um, my career. Okay. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true that um, applying for international relations related careers and work opportunities can be difficult. Um, however, actually, if we go out and ex explore these opportunities, we see that IR actually cover a wide range of things, including trade and research opportunities, as well as uh, a lot of like maybe the professional career like diplomatic. And yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Um, thank you so much, Julian, for joining us today in talking about these things. Uh, it's been a great conversation and I've gained a lot of insight from it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Julian. Sure. No problem. Happy to be on the podcast.